previously on the Infinite Escape Room. You feel ready to Frankenstein some reindeer. <laughs> I could put body parts together, boy. I can take them apart just as easy. I mean, do we need some staples as well? Oh, I really hope everyone is screaming at the radio. And welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a gaggle of geographically diverse chums come together, solve an escape room of the ears, and then bugger off to the pub for a drink. My name's Jamie, I'm your host for this evening, and did you know that I was regional champion cheese roller one time? I did try it for the Nationals, but I wasn't good enough. Oh, Jamie. <laughs> what? Cheese puns? Oh, I know, I was trying to think of a cheese pun in retaliation, when in, uh, yeah, I struggle. So when in doubt, always go for the cheese pun. It's the lowest common denominator, but it, it works. <laughs> and locked in with me today, we have uh, some very special people that have not been on the podcast for a few months now. So I'm very delighted to have them back. Uh, I'm, I'm Bailey. Um, and uh, my interest, in fact, I can, I can open um, beer bottles with my bare teeth. So I haven't got many teeth left, but um, but I still keep at it, you know. So You've got bare teeth. Re- reliving, the, <laughs> reliving the glory days, yeah. <laughs> oh, just the thought of that just, oh, just makes dear. my face hurt so much. <laughs> yeah, it's only... Been- it's only because I'm drinking a bit an non-alcoholic beer, and um, and I, I was just looking at the at, at that, and it just yeah. Well, obviously, I opened it with my teeth, not a bottle opener. So uh, yeah, because of my unique skills. So. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, what happens once what happens once you run out of teeth? Um, just suction, then I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> just gummy gummy suction. <laughs> I don't I mean, know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> the imagery that's a, is exquisite. Uh, <laughs> that's arguably even more impressive than opening bottles with your teeth. Oh, yes. I, yes, I'm Anna. And um, I was taught how to play football by uh, Russian Orthodox priests. Wow. <laughs> that's play. not a joke. <laughs> I couldn't think of a funny joke. <laughs> this is true. It's true. <clears throat> Yeah, what? yeah. My best friend at the time, um, who used to live next door, was Russian Orthodox. So I used to just go hang out um, at the church, and um, and yeah, and just her mum was really involved with the church as well. So we used to play footy with the with the priests. It was fun. That's amazing. Fair play. <laughs> That's insane. That's so cool. I, I, th- I think every time you've been on this podcast, Anna, since we started doing this. <laughs> "Quote unquote bullshit fact." You've every time you've said something completely true, but it sounded somehow more bizarre yeah. than the stuff that we've come up with. You're you're like the Bob Mortimer of uh, like on you. Would I like to you? Anna. Like it's just like, is it true or a lie? It's always well, true. I think I've got about maybe four more facts left, and then I might have run out. But yes, I think I blame those formative memories for. Um, um, for my love of beards at this point. And how, how does how does football differ in the Russian Orthodox Church compared to everywhere else? It's Is a lot it more swishy, sport? a lot more swishy because you've got the, you know, all of the uh, vestments going on. Um, and uh, yeah, you can't, uh, what's it called when you kick the ball between someone's legs? A lot harder to do that. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you got a bit more protection when tackling, I suppose. Or, yeah. or not. I suppose you might trip. But, yeah, um, I mean, the goalie's got an unfair advantage as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got like one big in. leg. 
So yeah, and you got to watch out for the swinging crosses as well. Yeah. Oh God! Have you? When you started talking about this, I thought that it would be fairly tame. But the more you go into it, the more I, it sounds like a blood spot. And I'm, I'm all for it. It's like ice hockey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> into it for the uh, like the rosary beads in the eye and well, not rosary beads, yeah. but the crosses and stuff. <laughs> Oh. By the way, yeah, yeah. Just got the image of uh, Orthodox priests using sharpened communion wafers as ninja stars. Just part <laughs> yeah. of the game that was burned into my brain. This is glorious. <laughs> just cannonballing onto the pitch, like like. <laughs> just... It's a whole different yeah. sport. I mean, I don't think I really did learn football. It was kind of a mixture between football and uh, and ninjutsu. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I dedicate this beat down to Christ. Just get out of it. This episode of the Infant Escape Room is sponsored by Swift Tailors. First established in 1989, Swift Tailors can get you looking from cat lady to catwalk in a matter of hours with their patented style mix of tailoring, dry cleaning, and more. Their reputation is impeccable. Is your red cardigan covered in sweat patches after a cruel summer? Shake it off and get those pit stains magically removed. Are your maroon trousers sporting a blank space after some bad blood starts a fight with your lover? Your wildest dreams will come true as their delicate patching process takes just 15 minutes. Excited? Well, you need to calm down. We have a limited offer for our subscribers with just 100 discount codes available for their Lavender Haze package. I know you'll all be screaming, ME! Are you ready for it? Just head on over to swifttailors.com infinite and enter code EVERMORE for an exclusive discount now. About three people might get the references in that thing, and I didn't until I wrote it, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a genuine business. <laughs> I know, I was just like, better like, oh, wow. quiet. Yeah. That looks important, yeah. Also, yeah. this podcast wouldn't be possible if not for the love and support of our wonderful army of patrons. You keep us off the streets and on the air. And this week's episode is brought to you by J. Cameron Cooper, Chris Mikesell, Carolyn Hardman, Will Ryder, Ryan Sparrow, Colin Walker, Jen McPhillamy, Robert Hempel, C.D. Doyle, and Mari. And if you want your name to be included on this wonderful list, then consider joining our Patreon program over at patreon.com slash the infinite escape room, where for as little as a pound a month, you can get early access to episodes and unlock bonus content that we don't show to the common folk. So here's how the show works. Each week, one of us will present a part of the Infinite Escape Room, a Mobius curve of puzzles, themes, and dubious IP infringement, or as you'll see in the next few minutes, probably not so dubious IP infringement, more blatant, uh, seamlessly linking to one another in an endless escape experience. I'll be bringing the puzzles this week, while Bailey and Anna will be trying to solve them. And if they don't manage it within the time given to them, then dire consequences shall befall them. Bum, bum, bum. And of course, escaping is thirsty work. So after each puzzle, we take a step halfway off infinity to the puberverse. We will find a cosy boozer for a pint and a bit of a chat. That is the premise. Are you ready, folks? Sounds good. Excellent. Then let's enter the infinite escape room. After playing Frankenstein and reassembling the dismembered corpses of Santa's reindeer, bringing them to life with the last vestiges of necromantic magic from old Saint Nick's severed hands, you leapt onto the sleigh and sailed off into the night to save Christmas. However, since you're most definitely not Santa, you've been riding in that sleigh for the better part of a fortnight with no way of stopping it. Eventually, one of you looks under the now very empty toy sack and locates a set of parachutes. As you cross into open water, you figure it's now or never and leap off the sleigh and descend gently towards the sea. 
<laughs> suddenly you're battered by an oncoming and confused albatross and are blown astray. You start picking up speed, and you notice a lone steamboat looming towards you. You crash into the deck and the parachutes billow around you. Before you can get your bearings, a large hairy creature grabs you and drags you down beneath the deck before hurling you into a small room and slamming what looks like jail cell bars shut. After a few minutes, a vaguely human-sized black and white mouse walks up to the bars, tosses a plate of biscuits on the floor, and grins. Hello, it's me, Mickle Mouse. You might have seen me on those old propaganda videos from way back when. Turns out, I was a sleeper agent, and I'm no longer asleep, bitches. I don't take kindly to trespasses on my steamboat, since it's actually a recommissioned World War II U-boat in disguise. So you're gonna rot in here while I finish Papa Walt's master plan. Taking this warship and ramming it up America's ass and kickstarting World War Three. Zeke Hall, motherfuckers! Oh my 30 god! minutes to landfall! Oh my god! <laughs> Jamie, I think I, I, of all the voices you've you've done on the episodes I've been on, that was that was top tier. That was good. That was excellent. <laughs> like the, 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 the mouse voice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> visceral Amazing. fear from that yeah. voice yeah just, uh, nothing scarier yeah. than just to hear in the middle of a dark alley uh-huh. <laughs> um, so the aforementioned black and white mouse walks away whistling the steamboat willy song your time starts now what would you like to do oh, oh my god oh my god okay right um so um, there's plates. There's a plate on the floor with cookies on it. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, there's some kind of biscuit that's all been kind of crumbled up now that uh, Mikhail has smashed it on the floor in your cell. It, is there anything else in that kind of plate, like biscuit, cookie, like mess that would be helpful? As far as you can see, the, the kind of sort of dry ship cracker biscuits that uh, that sailors have, they look really tough to, to eat and not very palatable. There's nothing else really of note uh, on that plate. Okay, so it's like okay. a puzzle to put back together or something. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else uh, in the room that we're yes. in? Um, so what you're in, as your eyes start to adjust to the, the, the dim light, is you're in sort of a small square cell uh, with a single like grubby porthole window for light. And then inside what you can see is this sort of huge bin of potatoes. Uh, there's an empty bucket, a mop, uh, there's a pota- like an old school potato peeler that's basically just a knife and then you've got the sort of jail cell bars as well okay <clears throat> ooh mop that could be Fantasia okay could be alive potatoes bucket mop yeah and, and the peeler um, and peeler. um can we investigate the potatoes please uh, yeah so you you just dive into these it's a huge bin of just grotty potatoes some of them are a bit off uh some are a bit less off um but on top of the of the pile as well you could see um there's a pair of gloves for handling the potatoes that are just completely brown and gray and caked with potato crud okay okay do we can we have a look at the mop uh yeah it's quite a quite a long mop actually um it's like the old school mop that looks like you could put it on your head you look like bob geldof it's that kind of okay. that kind of vibe uh but yeah it's got like a really long handle to it oh is there anything that we can see beyond the bars. You can you can kind of peer through. So you can see through the bars into the next room. Um, mm. Based on where you are, you can't see a great deal, but you can see in the middle of the next room um, that big furry creature uh, is sat at a desk and snoring loudly. 
So we don't want to poke that, or do we? No, I feel like we don't. Is there any keys hanging yeah. from a belt on the hairy creature? Funny you should say that. There are indeed a large uh, set of keys <laughs> hanging off his belt. <laughs> okay. Um, and just to check, is is the lock on the door to get out? What, what lock is it? Uh, it is your standard kind of jail key lock. Key lock. This is sort of, it's it's almost as if this entire place was uh, designed in the 1920s. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so should we use the mop? Yeah, I think that might be a plan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you push the mop handle through the bars and onto the ring of keys attached uh, to the guy's belt. Uh, you do give it a couple of tries, but the key ring seems to be too small for the handle to fit through. The handle's a bit too too wide. <sighs> Damn. Uh, um... Is there anything in the bucket? Uh, the the bucket is currently empty. It looks like it's just where you put your potato peelings. Um, how so? So the keys could we knock them off of the off of the guy's belt into the bucket, or are they fastened quite tightly? So that wouldn't work. Yeah, the 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 bucket that you've got is currently in the, the cell with you. Uh, the oh, it keys wouldn't fit through the bars anyway. The next room. Yeah. 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 Okay. The, the mop the handle can, but the the bucket can't. Okay. So the the mop handle's too thick to kind of go through the key. Yeah, it can thing. fit through the bars, but you can't. It's it's just a bit too wide to be able to to get through that key ring. What about the potato peeler? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, we're on one one mind, Anna. One mind. <laughs> um, um, what do you want? What are you doing with it? Is there any way? I don't know if this is going to sound mad, but to use like handle end poking out to attach it to the mop because that's going to be thinner than the mop yeah is there anything to bind it to it like um some string or or something in the room um no or as far as you can see there's, there's, you, you do try and you sort of use the use the potato <laughs> peeler blade to like peel some potato and then try to attach the, the peeler to the top of the mop but it doesn't hold because it's a fucking potato. Because potato's not glue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I was so on board with that idea. Part, partial oh. credit because that sounds great. That's a great way to get through it. <laughs> oh. oh, well. Potatoes um, are such a versatile vegetable. They are, but they conduct That's electricity and you can make more yeah. out of them. So, you know. Yes. What, what, Ooh, I wonder if the electricity of, thing would work. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, but apparently, apparently not glue. So, uh, yeah, that's the one no. limitation of potatoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Oh, is there anything yeah. else? To, so, was there anything else? So, you've got the bin of potatoes. There was the, the gloves as well. Oh, and the gloves. The gloves. Could we? Uh, yeah, you give the, the gloves a little bit of an inspection. Um, they, they look like they were white once upon a time, but they are just caked in what looks like potato grime and maybe a little bit of blood from mishandling the, the potato peeler blade. Okay. Is there, should, uh, maybe if we empty the potatoes, is there anything, would there be anything at the bottom of the bin? Uh, you you dive bucket. in and go right to the bottom of that potato bucket and start just chucking potatoes left, right and centre. Okay. And other than potatoes, there doesn't seem to be anything else um, in that bin. Okay. Right. I feel like these items need to be enchanted in, in some way. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Should one of us hum a tune? I don't I don't remember any of the tunes from Fantasia, but uh Nor me. 
Fantasia's uh, still under copyright. We will get sued to fuck. So. Okay, okay. The, 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 the mop film. The mop film. The magic the mop. mop. <laughs> You've magic mop. It's magic mop. Yeah. Just strip the mop. Just get yeah. some dressing Entertaining down. the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. This floor is filthy, but you know what's even more filthy? Me. My mop. <laughs> well, the, the, there's the steamboat Willie, like, like that. I, I can't remember the exact tune because it's at the beginning of some of the films, isn't it? I don't, yeah, I think, oh, maybe, maybe the fairy monster... We can get him on side. No, can we I don't just know. throw a potato at him? <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we could just Fairy bully him just so relentlessly that he let Arang him into helping us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say that you are currently holding everything you need to escape this jail cell. Oh, okay. what are we? What are we holding? The mop and the potato peeler. What are we holding? And the, and the potato peeler. You've got the mop in the one hand and the potato peeler in the other. Okay. Oh, can we can we whittle the end of the mop? With the yes, potato peeler. Of course. Uh absolutely. You, oh fantastic. Yeah. Uh yes, yeah, so you use the, the, the potato peeler to whittle the mop handle down to a sharp point. Uh, you now have a deadly weapon that can clean up blood as fast as you can spill it. Um you'll probably have to test that theory pretty quickly since you've you've cut yourself on the blade as almost as soon as you picked it up. Um but oh, okay. the peeler doesn't look that rusty though, so you should be fine. But you now have quite okay. a sharp pointed end to the mop handle. Cool. Let's, Let's do that. Area, getting those keys. Let's do it. Sure. Yeah. As uh, so you push the mop handle through the bars onto the ring of keys attached to his belt, uh, it catches and you slowly slide the keys back down towards you. You thrust the key into the lock and turn it, and the door swings open. Um, as you leave oh. that cell, you enter a slightly larger space uh, that seems to serve as like a, a cabin area. Uh, the whole ship looks like it's been very poorly maintained over the last 95 years, and it seems to have sprung a couple of leaks in a couple of places. Uh, and ahead of you, you can see your jailer snoring loudly at a writing desk. Um, there are also doors that lead to the kitchen um, and the deck. Do we know which way um, the mouse went? Uh, the mouse, as far as you can tell, sort of back, double-backed on himself, so it's probably gone up toward the deck. Well, should we go that okay. way? Uh, should we go to the kitchen first? Oh, well, well, yeah, let's arm ourselves. Should, should we go at, yeah. Kitchen? Yeah, I think that's the plan. Yeah. How, how much time sure. have we got left, Jamie? Okay, cool. Oh, you've got like 20 odd minutes. It's fine. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Absolutely fine. Easy peasy. <laughs> uh, so as you make your way toward the kitchen, um, you, you do almost trip over um, a bucket of water and a scrubbing brush that's next to it, but... Only a little bit of water has been spilled and your jailer's not woken up yet. So you think that that should be fine. As uh, so you walk through the, the open doorway into the kitchen and the kitchen area looks like it's been used more for sort of impromptu musical jamborees than for actual cooking, as is the want of 1920s cartoon characters. You don't see any food anywhere, um, but there's a lot of discarded utensils and crockery. So like you can see there's some pans, uh, there's a barrel and a hammer. There's a washboard, there's some cutlery, and there's a large steamer trunk in What's the corner. What's in the steamer trunk? Because the gamer in me wants to think it's all of my possessions after I've been jailed. <laughs> um, so the steamer trunk uh, is made of like a fancy kind of leather, and it has an eagle stamped on it. You know, the, okay. the bad eagle that's holding the bad symbol. Um, it's oh. currently locked uh, with a six-digit lock. Uh, and on top of that uh, trunk is a little note. Today's the day. My contact at the dock shall give me the signal and I will don my uniform before taking America by storm. 
Lovely. And there's also uh, three pictograms. I will preface this by saying that it seems that the Third Reich has passed a rule that nobody was allowed to draw better than the Führer, hence why this looks like shit. <laughs> um, I think it's like a glass, <laughs> half full or half empty, whichever way Let's go with half full. We just escaped jail. Um, We're doing well. On the half full. That's true. Optimism. It's true. Optimistic. Um, and then it's like a... Sort yeah. of a wonky egg shaped circle. <laughs> oh, potato, of course. It might be a potato. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Potentially. And then the third image is it it could it's like a long sleeved I, I wanna just um, um like top with lots of wiggly stripes on it. Um yeah. from the look of it, I wanna say it's a jumper. Okay. Um from the wiggly lines. So it's got like kind of long, long sleeves and a uh okay. what's it called, like a circle neck. With no collar at the top. You were you were very generous in your descriptions of those. Thank you. The, <laughs> the, the free are, draw tool are. is cruel. Oh, they they are um yeah they are a bit primitive. And, uh, <laughs> just uh, it's the kind of drawing well that even if a child did it, you'd be like, I'm disappointed. It's not going on the fridge. <laughs> He's no Van Gogh. No. <laughs> He's a mouse, he can't draw. He's only got three fingers, for God's sake. Picked a yeah. So do we need to collect these items? So th- was this on a note on top of the steamer trunk? That is right, yeah. That's on, that's on a like, um, And you said note. there was a six-digit a six digit lock as well. Um, okay. That is correct. So, so if we can find these items, maybe, yes. we might find the numbers. So possibly? should we have a look it's for like a glass then? Numbers for each one. Yep. Um, you cannot see any glassware whatsoever uh, in this kitchen. All you can see are some uh, some pans, a, an oak barrel, uh, a washboard, okay. and some cutlery. Um, what's in the oak barrel? Can I have a look inside? Uh, the oak barrel uh, seems to be sealed up, but when you sort of drum on it, it is quite hollow. Uh, and as you look at it, it has the, the brand name of the, the barrel stamped on it, which is Star. S-T-A-A. Okay... Um, so I can't get in. Uh, right. Um, is there any opening on it so, t- so that I can judge if it's got any water in it? Oh. Um, there's a little sort of cork, you know, the kind of thing you you unplug okay. that and okay. like nothing really comes out of it. Okay. Um, well, if if the middle one is a potato, I can well, maybe we need to count how many potatoes there were. Oh, maybe. Maybe that might be the number. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll head you off there and say okay. that there's a fuck ton. Okay. <laughs> a fuck ton. That right. some okay. time. <laughs> Metric fuck ton. And, and yeah. innumerable okay. potatoes. Um, <laughs> maybe we should check out the dock. Would that be on the deck? Yeah, on the deck. Yeah, maybe the deck. Yeah. Shall we head? Let's go. Doesn't... Yeah, let's just let's do, do it. it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go to the deck. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um... Of course, you go back through the, to the cabin and you go to the door with the deck. Uh, the door to the deck uh, is currently locked. There is a keypad attached to the door uh, with a full QWERTY keyboard attached to it. And there's a little prompt saying, what is the passphrase? Strangely high tech for a 1920 steamship. Uh, and as you sort of try to, to tap in a few keys, you hear a little squawk to your left and see a little parrot sat at a perch. Was just eyeing you suspiciously. Oh, would the parrot know the past? Can I say who's a pretty boy? <laughs> and then maybe he might tell me. Yeah, try and make friends. Um, 
Yeah, so you you walk up to this beautifully uh, colourful parrot that looks pretty pretty emaciated, and you go to interact with it. Uh, it just sort of blinks sleepily at you and droops its head. So I was going to say, because um, there were crackers, <coughs> were, can we feed yeah. him some of the broken up crackers that were thrown at us? Uh, yeah, so you gather some of the crumbs from your jail cell, dust off some of the, the mouse droppings off them. What mouse? Is that the mouse mouse? Like the talking human mouse or like normal mice? <laughs> they seem to be of an, uh, <laughs> of an unusual oh size. <laughs> uh, you see you, you the crumbs to the parrot and it just wolfs down the biscuits happily. And then it uh, it chirps a little, uh, a little, a little chirpy chirp. At you. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting parrot. A, I've never heard a parrot like that before. <laughs> Maybe we need to make those uh, sounds. Could we? Yeah, so that's what I was thinking on like the equipment in the kitchen, yeah. maybe. Like with the oak barrel yeah. and cutlery and. So. Yeah, can we try and replicate those sounds using cutlery and the oak barrel? So hold on, what else have we got that might need it? So we need to, to hit a pan with something. Oh, we'll need to... Yeah. So hitting the oak barrel, hitting a pan. And if there's something rigged. Yeah, like, a, the, like the, yeah, one of those washer boards. Yeah, so uh, what are you, you going to try and smack first? Um, the Could we just go... Like that, That it's like a click, yeah. isn't it? Click, click. Can we like do that click, with our click, fingers? Click, click. Click. You you try and do that to the parrot. It just repeats that the four sounds at you. The sort of tippy tippy tap tap. Uh, the sort of ridgy sound. Uh, the clanging sound, and then the dull thunk in succession. Okay. So is it? Whoa. Is there anything else we can play it to then? As you're um, looking at these these things when you're playing those sounds, um, you notice that each of them's do have um, their brand names stamped on them as well. So yeah. the, when you looked at the barrel, it did have the name Star uh, stamped on it. Um, when you got the cutlery to, <gasps> to recreate the tippy-tappy-tap sound, um, the brand name that was stamped on that was uh, the name Winu, uh, W-I-N-U. Uh, when you uh, looked at the washboard to make that bridge sound, it uh, also had the name stamped in that, which was Washa, W-A-S-H-A. And uh, when you were recreating the, th- the, the, the clang sound with the pan, uh, the pan had the brand name stamped on that as well, which is Panna, P-A-N-A. Ooh, okay. So what yeah. if we put, work out what order they're in. That's a good idea. And put that in the keypad. So, um, so what was the first one though? So the... What was the first one? The first one, one yeah. was like a tapping sound. Yeah, it's clicky. Like clicky. So the cut, the cut... Is it like turning the light beep, on beep. off? Nah. So I think the yeah. the last one's the oak barrel, third one's the pans, the second one's the washboard. So I think the first one must be the cutlery. Yeah, yeah. Like doing like a like hitting against so each other, like a redneck jamboree playing oh the God. spoons. Yeah. So so winu washer panner. Star. Yeah. So should we put that in the in the keypad? Yeah. Can we put that in, Jamie? Sure. So you enter the code when you wish upon a star into the keypad. Oh. And it, <laughs> and it blinks green as the first few notes of that song yeah. from Pinocchio that I can't mm. sing because I get sued to fuck chirp out from the keypad. Uh, the door opens to a set of stairs that ascend to the deck. Oh, cool. We still got that box though, haven't we, in the pictograms? So I wonder whether that's supposed to be a word or something, you know, like one of those picture words. You ascend the stairs 
and reach the deck. Uh, slumped in a deck chair is the unmoving form of Mikel Mouse. Uh, in the distance, you can just make out the shape of land. Uh, and around you on the on the deck itself, you see that the ship's wheel. Um, there's a, a telescope on the floor, and there seems to be a snuff tin balanced on Mikel's chest. Is it, so? What's happened to the mouse? Is he um, on closer inspection? You can see that Mikel is is passed out on the deck chair with what looks like the entire contents of that snuff tin just upended on his chest. And you can see trace amounts under his nose. And from the completely bonked out expression on his face, it's a powerful drug. He's completely out of it. Okay. Bonked out, by the way. Excellent. Brilliant term. Um, I haven't heard that from <laughs> So there's a telescope on the floor, the snuff on his chest and the snuff tin. Um, and the wheel is just unattended. Is there anything else on the? Uh, on can the deck? I just just quickly check that we're not running aground because this guy can't can't captain a boat. Um, uh, you can see that the boat is currently in in open water, so everything seems to be okay. Um, when you would look at the wheel itself as you turn it, you realise that it does fuck all because the 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 steamboat is a decoy that's being controlled by the U boat underneath. Uh, you do notice that there is a large coil of rope underneath the wheel okay. that's just there. Interesting. We're open to the people. Okay. Um, uh, can we take a look at the telescope? Uh, sure. So you press your eye against the telescope and you can see in the distance uh, a little dockside called Podunk Landing. Uh, there's a whole bunch of animals in cages that are dotted around the dockside. So uh, you can see that there's a cow with a tag that has the number 11 on its horn. Uh, you see two sheep, each with the number 14 around their necks. And then three chickens, each with a number six on their feet. Oh, okay. I think I've got an idea with the pictogram. Yes, because so cow makes milk. Sheep. Yeah, yeah, chumpers of And then it's a. It's not a potato. It's an egg. <laughs> it's an egg. You said it was an egg first, I think. So I, d- I did like a wonky egg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I'd eat it. I was going to say, like, they've, uh, it's impacting the regulating skills, but okay. Um, so, would it be so? T- t- but with it, would it we multiply it by the amount of animals? Yeah, that's a great idea. Be, yeah. So, so the first one was cows. So they had the the number eleven. I think was it two cows, uh, Jamie? Oh, just, just one the cow. one cow. Just one. Oh, okay. So that's eleven. And then two sheep, uh, 14 each, 28. So 28. Yeah. And then three hens, six. So is that 18? Uh, yeah. So, we, so we've got 11, 28, yes. 18. One, one, two, and eight, one, eight. So should we go back down and try that on the steamer? Yes, box? absolutely. Let's do that. Woo-hoo. Nice. Yeah. So you put one 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 two eight one eight into the steamer trunk and it does not... Open. <gasps> no. Uh, have another look at that post-it note. Oh, oh we got it. We got the, the, ra- the, the wrong way around. So it's one one. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, so oh, one, 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 yeah. one one is one one is first. It's one 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 eight and two eight two yeah. eight. Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> so you enter one 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 eight two eight into the steamer trunk and it pops nice. open. Yes. Inside, uh, you find various items of Third Reich memorabilia that would be both highly lucrative and probably quite illegal in many parts of the world. Yes. You find find, uh, a used pair of white shorts with gold buttons Uh. on top. 
Okay. <laughs> Horrid. Used? <laughs> like, how visibly like, used are they? <laughs> visibly <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, oh, gosh. Uh, Whoopsie doodle. Um, <laughs> what do we do with that? Oh, do we... Ah, oh, so if one of us dresses up... Right. My contact at the dock shall give me the signal. Yes. So if one of us is dressed up in his uh-huh. uniform... Ah, yes. And we're mistaken for the yeah. news, um, we, we'll we get the signal and be able to, I don't know, do something with that. I'm yes, assuming. that sounds great. Okay. Cool. Okay. Do you, who wants to dress I up? volunteer you to do it. So which oh, of you is dressing Anna. up as a Nazi? I'll, I, I'll dress up as a Nazi. Jesus Christ. I'll dress up. <laughs> right, but I'm not happy about this it. Is, this, is not, this is not how I thought 2024 was going to go. It's um, not how it's going to start. God knows how it's finishing. Jesus. So you are now dressed head to toe in the uniform of a Nazi officer. Great. And you walk up to the dock and sort of wave at the landing um but you are too far away they cannot see you oh so okay so how do we get closer uh there is one thing you've not yet looked at the rope yeah the, the rope. rope um so should we pull it to or turn the wheels so that the rope uh the rope as far as you can see is just an ordinary coil of rope okay well so we've looked at the telescope we've looked at the wheel but there was there, oh, I've I've drawn something and it just looks like a mushroom, but I know it's not a mushroom. Um, <laughs> you you oh, find a mushroom. Box, the snuff yeah. box. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, snuff on, box. So it's not. So the snuff tin. Um, it's 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 decorated with a very suggestive picture of Minnie Mouse, um, showing at least a half an inch of ankle, and it's very scandalous. But otherwise, doesn't seem to be that important. Woo-hoo. Okay, what else have we... Can we take another look around the deck? Uh, the deck, as far as you can see, is pretty unadorned other than what so you've already seen. So there's a U-boat beneath. Oh. Can we... The rope. Is there any way to go down to yeah. control the U-boat? Yeah. Like, to get a bit yeah. closer? Uh, as far as you could tell when you were in that, that sort of central cabin area... Um, there wasn't really any anything else you could go into. There was just the door to the kitchen, the door to the deck, and then the sort of central writing desk with the jailer. Well, do we, do we didn't have a proper look at the jailer. Yeah, yeah. Should we go and just have a peek at him? So just have a little quiet. <laughs> Shall I take the rope little... in case he tries to jump? Sneaky poker hunt. Then we'll get arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've you've already um woken up the parrot, so oh, yeah, he's, he's yeah he's, he's been well asleep. So. Yeah, he's been on the stuff um, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this this guy. Um, He's a sort of a large, brutish cat-like creature wearing a pair of dungarees, a little sailor hat, and a pair of bright yellow shoes. Um, the writing desk that he sat on is sort of a small single-seater writing desk made of wood. It's got a chair uh, built into it as well. Um, there's a big stack of letters that sort of threatens to topple over with each snore that he makes. Uh, but one of the letters has been rather hastily opened. Oh, okay. I'm not doing it in no, I voice. Did. I, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drawing as he dressed as a Nazi. This is enough. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, dear Mikel, now that <laughs> 95 years has passed since I created you, it is time for you to be activated. Finish my master plan and begin preparations for World War Three. I have also heard rumours that you are impersonating my more, more recent, more superior creation. 
This is all in capitals. I will not tolerate any infringement of my copyright by anyone. End of capital. Least of all the product of a cocaine-filled fever dream like you. Okay. Um, that means you are forbidden to wear uh, the white gloves, the red shorts and the yellow shoes. My nose never fails me. If I get to sniff of you impersonating my dear Mickey, I will unleash my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand yeah. Luftwaffes or Luftwaffers. Yeah. I don't know how to say that word. See <laughs> Kyle. Walt. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot that you were wearing the Nazi uniform as well. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks. It's like a episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Jesus. Um, so am I wearing any of those things? Uh, you are not. Okay. No. You are wearing full Nazi regalia. Brilliant. Not wearing white gloves, white red gloves. shorts, or yellow shoes. I wasn't quite sure about the white. God forbid you dress oh, up like me. So we... <laughs> that would. That would. Yeah. God forbid. Yeah. That would be really embarrassing. Yeah. How much time have we got left, Jamie? It doesn't feel like we've got much time. Um, I'd say you've got about seven or eight minutes. Okay. Left. Okay. So, okay. Um, so with, there's the white gloves so is... are in. So. <laughs> Yeah, the white gloves, it looked like the potato gloves were white gloves at one point. Yeah. You said. Yeah. And then there were some shorts that were dirty as well. Oh, was there? Yeah, there was, yeah, there's a pair of white shorts in the steamer trunk. Oh, with gold buttons? Yeah. Okay. And the sh- we haven't seen shoes, have we? I don't know, have, we, have I missed that? Uh, the shoes are currently being worn by your jailer. Shoes being... So does, does Anna now have to dress up in these yes, things? Yes, I think so. But I'm not the right colours, though, yeah. because the shorts are white and the gloves are dirty. The gloves are dirty and the... What, what colour are the shoes the jailer are wearing? Uh, they are yellow shoes. So so I'm going to yeah. delicately slip the shoes off his feet and put them on my feet. Um, okay. Uh, as you go to take his oh. shoes off, he does that sort of little flaily flinch where you dream that you're falling and you have to sort of start to wake up. So it looks like you can't take the shoes off him. Um, without oh. him waking up. Um, so you may need to incapacitate him. Oh, no. <laughs> With, oh, the snuff? Yes. Can we shove the snuff up his nose? Because his loads left. Not, is, that how you, is that how you do snuff? I, th- I think I, I have no idea. I thought snuff was like a quaint thing that they did in The Wind and the Willows that Toad did. I don't know. Yeah, like Toad of Toad Hall. Um, <laughs> poop, poop. I mean, it's, it's, it's worth a go. Uh, so shall, shall, shall I just, so I'll grab the snuff box um, and I'll tuck it or I'll, I'll I'll sprinkle some by his nose and see what see what happens. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so you, uh, you jam some of the snuff into his nostrils, he sort of wakes up with a start and then his eyes cross a little bit and then he falls back to sleep and he is okay. completely bonked out of it as well and you're able Brilliant. to slip off with sh- his shoes with ease. Okay. Fab. So we've got okay. the shoes. So um, next issue. The red shorts. Where well, my mind was going earlier was that because Jamie was like, you, oh, you cut your finger on yeah. the potato yeah. peeler, which was a bit of an odd thing to say. So can we make the red shorts yes. with the white ones without yes. blood? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so Jesus you sort Christ. of almost, almost <laughs> packed style. You you cut both of your yes. hands with the potato peeler Yay. and smear it all over the white shorts, oh turning God. them a sort of a dull red colour. Glorious! What oh, a day! Fabulous! Okay, so I'll put the bloody shorts oh, on. I'm so glad I woke up today and. Uh, <laughs> 
yes. Oh my yes. god. Bloodborne diseases. This is fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's the worst that can happen on this old U boat yeah. steamboat thing? Uh, the yes. white glove, um, I'll give those a clean, yes. In the bucket, maybe with some water. Um, in the, yeah, I see. Uh, have we got water, Jamie? Yeah, is there water in the kitchen? Uh, there's no water in the kitchen, but you did almost trip Ooh. over a bucket oh, of water. Oh, yeah, um, we as did. As you went in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can take the the grey brown give them a bit and of a rub them in, give them a bit of a scrubby dub dub, and you now have a pair of white gloves. Yeah, I'll use a bit of the uh, yeah the the scrubby thing. So I'm assuming we might got a bit closer to land now. Um, a little bit closer to land, but not like not possibly. enough to. So I need I to know. impersonate Mickey um, now. So if I well, I'm gonna get oh, Walt unleashing his fury upon me yeah what does that mean my nose never fails me if i get a sniff of you in a sniff yeah do we do we snuff do we sniff the snuff do we do or do we snuff walt (laughs) (laughs) Walt. okay well uh, i'll I'll take the remaining snuff take the i think we might need the snuff with us yeah um and then shall i go back on deck and kind of and just kind of wave my arms around and yeah, like and just make Mickey noises. <laughs> Mickey noises. Uh-huh. 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 Sure. So yeah, I just want to. I want to make sure I got this picture in my head <laughs> correct. So you know. Bailey is dressed as a Nazi officer. Uh, I'm so Anna sorry, is dressed babe. as the still very popular people <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Uh, you were both. Yeah. You were both on the deck of a steamboat, waving your arms around with a tin of snuff. Yes. Yeah. And hoping for attention. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, what, what's wrong with that? Uh, yeah. I'll be like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> as soon as you utter Mickey's probably copyrightable little haha wearing his clothes, uh, you hear a great rumbling from beneath you. Uh, you look over the side of the boat and you can see that the sea is boiling. Hot steam rises from the foam as the whole boat seems to lift into the air. And as you look down, you realise that the steamboat and the U-boat beneath it is now sitting on top of a gargantuan submarine bearing the Disney logo. Oh my goodness. The top of the submarine unscrews and out pops a dozen lawyers, all armed to the teeth with briefcases and litigation papers, and a rather gangly-looking robot wearing a suit. The head of the robot is in actual fact a goldfish bowl with a mustachioed head inside. (gasps) It's none other than the defrosted head of Walt Disney himself. Amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you of all people would desecrate my beloved legacy. You know what happens next, Mickle. You disappointed me for the last time. He shakes his head, sadly, as a giant claw extends from his robot arm, grabs Mikel Mouse by the waist, and reels him in like a fairy little fishy. Walt glances at his first mate, a very timid James Cameron, who's shaking violently with fear. Let's roll, Jimmy. I can smell a daycare center in Florida that's painted a picture of Donald Duck on the classroom wall. Now that won't do. Prepare the napalm. He retreats back into the submarine and rapidly descends. There's a great sucking sound as the sudden change in pressure left by the departing sub means that your boat, and you along with it, are pulled down to the murky depths. <gasps> to be continued, you have overted World War Three, and you have solved my puzzle. <gasps> Congratulations. Yay! And just to well clarify, done. I didn't need to dress up as a Nazi, did I? Absolutely not. That was just, great, great, great. Just a fun bonus for me. I thought that was the whole... Oh, God, Jamie. 
bloody hell. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, that, oh, it's, no. a, it's, a, it's a fun image just to see you just bedecking <laughs> Nazi regalia, Zeke hailing somebody from the front of a ship. I mean, that's great. God that's, damn it. That's not that's cancelable. No, definitely not going in the bin for that one. Jesus Christ. That's fine. Oh, we'll get, we'll get done for copyright infringement long before uh, that'll come out. So you'll be fine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We did really good. I, I think. I uh, think we got I, loads of stuff done, Bailey. We did we, fantastic. We too. did, Anna. We did. Like, like virtual high five. So that's it for this episode. Come join us next week at the House of Mouse, where we'll have a drink and a little chat about the room what we just did. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice because we like us, we hope you like us, and we want more people to like us. And every single review that you leave will get us in front of more people. We love you lots, and we'll see you next time on The Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.